Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the AEW Dynamite Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by Andy Murray from What Culture to look ahead to tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review AEW Dynamite, but also AEW Rampage, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Tupa, oh, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a bloody good quiz, of course on Wrestle Culture. As I said, though, joined by Andy to look ahead to AEW Dynamite tonight. Once again, the Dadly Boys off ill together. That's like seven podcasts in a row, man. Something dodgy's going on People here. People will talk, but we are here, Andy, yeah. to look ahead to AEW Dynamite. St. Paddy's Day Slam! That's Kevin Patrick on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I suppose the big question, uh, the, the big match from tonight mm. is Britt Baker Thunder Rosa in a steel cage Will we see a new AW Women's Champion crown tonight? We will. We yes. will. I think it's quite predictable, but in some instances, in fact, in, well, yeah, a lot of instances, uh, predictable is the right option. And Thunder Rosa becoming AW Women's Champion in this match, after all we've been through, is 100% the right option. Uh, I understand why they've left it to this point. They want to have Thunder Rosa winning the belt in her hometown uh, one year on from mm. the the tremendous lights out on sanction match. I'm a bit out of breath. We have a new game in the office <laughs> where we uh, slap a football around like it's a volley. It's it a great gets us motivated before the podcast. Gets us pumped up. Yeah, some people lift weights. We slap a football. <laughs> um, I understand why they've left it to this point, and it'll make for a nice visual for sure. Um, the construction of the feud has maybe left this match feeling not as hot as it should be. Yes, they've been um, quite lazy, I thought. They really have. They really have. They've banked a lot on you watching at home going, hey, they had a really good match a year ago. They're going to have another one. It's been really basic, straightforward. We've seen the extra players involved, like Mercedes Martinez, uh, Jamie Hayter, Rebel, of course. <laughs> yep. uh, but we, we've reached a stage where I'm sure the title change will go over well because of where it is, San Antonio, uh, which I hear is uh, apparently also the graveyards of Tijuana, Mexico. <laughs> Hometown ring introductions, all of that. Um, I'm sure it'll go over well. It was just coming off the the Revolution match. Felt like a bit of a bummer, didn't it? Yeah, in an ideal world, they don't have a pay-per-view, what, two weeks before this yeah. match. Or you run some kind of angle 
You could you could run some kind of Brit pretend she's injured or something because she doesn't want to face Thunder Rosa and the match is cancelled before the pay per view and you have to wait to this point and it's in a steel cage or something like that or or Thunder Rosa gets beaten up and she can't compete because Rebel and Jamie Hater have beaten her up but now we're doing it in a steel cage where no one can interfere exactly that would have been a bit more elegant storytelling I would have thought but we're yeah, here now so Brit Baker kind of justified the other week going wait why have you got a number one contenders match yeah what's going on here you just lost um. But, yeah, I mean, I trust AEW to not... You know, WWE have done the steel cage. It'll keep everybody out, but it won't really, <laughs> uh, with constant interferences and, and all of that nonsense. I trust AEW not to do that. Um, I trust them to have a heated, bloody match, perhaps, uh, after the after the last one on St. Patrick's Day Slam. And uh, I have high hopes for this. Really hope the title change goes over well. Um you can't capture lightning in a bottle twice most times, but I think if anyone can, it's Thunder Rosa. Very nice. Yeah, that was... Lovely touch, that. Nice, yep. <laughs> That's I what you to, pay me for. <laughs> I've just got to agree with everything you said. Like, I obviously think Thunder Rosa's leaving as, as women's world champion. I think Brent Baker's foot, uh, reign has been uh, justifiably long, a bit all over the place, if we're honest. That's not all Brent Baker's fault yeah. by any stretch of the imagination. Like you say, I wasn't happy with what went down at Revolution, but when the your hand falls for the three count tonight, I think all will be forgotten and maybe forgiven because yeah, it just feels like the right time. And like you say, the the legacy of it all, which they've kind of just lent on a little bit too much, i.e., just tell the story a bit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, like you say, San Antonio, Texas, a hometown victory, um, or you know, adopted hometown victory, yeah. I suppose, um, is going to be just just sensational for uh, for Thunder Rosa and an exciting time to see what happens next with this world title too. Yeah, for sure. We've had, what, what are we talking, like 10 months with Brit as a heel champion. Mm. She's ran through all the baby faces. Um, now we get a fresh set of challengers against people that haven't necessarily fought with Thunder Rosa before. Um, Thunder Rosa's obviously wrestled Serena D, which nullifies my point, but she'd be a great challenger. Uh, for this spot and there are loads of other people as well um who can come up and rise up like Layla Hirsch would be cool like mm-hmm. to see her elevate a little bit more um there's lots of options the women's roster is full of people these days there's loads of folk on this yeah. roster it's awesome I'd actually like to see just a straight up 15 minute title match between Jamie Hayter and Thunder Rosa I think that'd be really cool but I think I think this might be the coming weeks might be when we see the Britt Baker face turn at Jamie Hayter's expense or the other way around, and Jamie Hayter is going to turn on her, and we can get babyface Britt Baker, which is good, because for the past year or, or whatever, people have been desperate to cheer for Britt, and she's received as a star when she comes out, but then the bell rings, and she's a total heel, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. I don't really want to boo you, but this is pretty good heel work, so it'll kind of solve that little problem, not that it's a major problem, uh, and only exciting things ahead, I hope, for sure. One of the big talking points uh, last week was, of course, the arrival of Jeff Hardy to AEW. Uh, he made the save, eventually, uh, on last week's show. He and Matt made an appearance wearing their early Hardy's gear, which was very enjoyable on Rampage, but didn't do anything. What do you think is next for Jeff Hardy? Is it as straightforward as just the Hardy boys for the time being versus, let's say, private party? Yeah, I think we're going to see them go through the Andrade Hardy family, no, not Hardy, Andrade family office team. AFO now, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So like private party is, it's a really neat match to put together because private party are 
influenced by the high-flying tag teams like the Young Bucks and presumably the Hardys as well. And the teams that they're influenced by are probably influenced by the Hardys too. Yes. Uh, so it would be a really neat way to pull that around. Also, uh, they did the dastardly thing of turning their thumbs upside down oh. as well. So Matt's going to have that beef. Uh, speaking of beef, uh, they might do the Butcher and the Blades. Remember, they welcomed uh, FTR to AEW with their first match. Um, it's another interesting matchup for the Hardy family office. Uh, oh God, I keep saying Hardy family office. For the Hardy boys. Yeah, That's what go. they're called. That's what they're called. I don't necessarily know if they'll have anything major to do. They seem to be teasing Sting and Darby as well. So mm. that's interesting. Sting and, Sting and Jeff Hardy. <laughs> that's again. history there. Obviously a completely different scenario yes. now. Um, there's lots of interesting options. Don't think we'll see anything major from them on this show, but maybe they'll wrestle on Rampage. Yeah, that maybe. could be an interesting uh, interesting yeah. development. Um, in terms of matches we do know about, uh, how do you reckon Regal's boys are going to get on? Moxley and Danielson, uh, now with, with Regal seemingly, either as a mouthpiece or at the helm, <laughs> or I don't know how you're describing it. But they're in a match tonight against Chuck Taylor and Wheeler Utah, and I, for one, can't wait till Dan Housen tries to curse William Regal. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> this, yeah, this will be a lot of fun. Um, the match last week with the Work Horsemen, I thought was awesome. It was only like four minutes, but they worked stiff, they worked hard, they worked nasty, and Anthony Henry and JD Drake matched them all the way. They were like, "Hey, we're going to beat the crap out of you guys too, even before we're here to lose." Um, Danielson and Moxley work so well together. They're two sides of the same violent coin. And stylistically, they are completely different, and yet they are entirely the same. It's Here we have awesome. the perfect wrestler and a sadist. <laughs> yeah, and the perfect lunatic. Yes. Uh, it, it rules. It's a really great pairing. I thought that Regal did a really good job of tying them together in his promo this week, uh, this past week. Oh, what do you think um, of that tweet of his, by the way? I thought it was needlessly uh, beating himself up. Perhaps, perhaps, but I respect it immensely. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah, like, I saw a lot of people, like, replying to it and going, you don't need to apologize, but he was apologizing to the to the locker room. So I think it was a really nice gesture of him. I, when I was watching it, I did think a couple of times, okay, he's repeated himself there, but at yes. no point did I think this has gone too long or anything. So I think that... Uh, it's a sign Captivating that, man. Yeah, he, he's a fascinating dude. I could listen to him talk about a cup of tea for about three hours. And it'd be I awesome. remember one night, uh, probably during the pandemic, because I haven't got anything else going on. I was doing something, and I thought, I'd put something on in the background, and I'd listen to him, podcasts and interviews and stuff, and I stumbled across that one of him backstage at some WWE show from about five years ago. Yeah. Uh, and it's like an hour, more Is than an hour gorilla long. Gorilla position? Yes, maybe? I think he might yeah. be right. I was like, I'll just put this on in the background. And I ended up stopping what I was doing just to watch yeah. him sat there just telling stories. He's just... He's got some stories. And he was oh, on... He it's was such on. a perfect addition to AEW in terms of just having a great head on his shoulders for yeah. just sorting out and, and explaining to people why things need to be done a certain way as well. Yeah, people are going to learn loads from working with this guy. Obviously, um, Danielson and Moxley are disciples of his, to a degree. and uh, But... For like people like they're facing tonight, like like Wheeler Utah, a younger wrestler mm, at indeed. the very early stage in his career, he's going to learn so much from sharing space with William Regal, um, as if as if he isn't going to learn enough by getting his ass kicked by by Danielson and uh, and Moxley here. I want Chuck Taylor to try some goofy comedy stuff in these guys' faces and get battered. I love Chuck Taylor dearly, one of the best comedy wrestlers of all time. Um, but Moxley and uh, Danielson aren't going to stand for that. No, and, yeah, Danhausen's oh, don't do no curses. Man, <laughs> I'd like to see, yeah, maybe Chuck Taylor tries to do something silly and Danielson catches him. Yeah. 
and turns to to Regal, and you know the bit in Gladiator with the like the again so the thumbs up, thumbs down, <laughs> yeah. and he just thumbs down, and then they I don't know break both of his arms. No, I wouldn't wish that actually. Yeah, yeah. actually to happen, but you know, stomp his head in. End his career. <laughs> Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some well less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs. United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Now, we've also got the uh, Jericho Appreciation Society's commencement. We've had parlays. We've had <laughs> meetings. We've got a commencement. If you haven't seen this, please, before tonight, go and Google the, the image that they've put up for this. Cause got Jericho front and center. You've obviously got Daniel Garcia on one end. You've got Jake Hager on the other end. And then you've got all boys, Matt and Jeff from Tupelo in there. Look at Matt's face in this. <laughs> it's an absolute picture. But, uh, yeah, about time this sort of thing happened, in my opinion. And, uh, well, presumably the feud with Santana and Ortiz and, and Eddie King, well, Eddie Kingston specifically, but now including Santana and Ortiz, is, is far from over. Yeah, for sure. It's heating back up. The worry coming out of the pay-per-view when they announced the Chris Jericho-Eddie Kingston segment, I think, was, oh, they're going to run the singles match back and Jericho's going to get his win back. Because we're all still just a little bit, you know, we're three years into this project, but we're still getting some of those WWE kinks out of our brain. You oh, know, without question. The, the things that WWE done that have become accepted as how pro wrestling has always been done. But it looks like it's going to be some kind of faction war now, which is interesting because at the moment we are, what, Four on four on three? Am I missing someone? We've got two no, point oh, right. Garcia, Hager, Jericho. Five on three mm. at the moment. So yeah, there's a lot of fertile ground to cover. Uh I thought the Jericho Kingston match was absolutely excellent. My favorite Jericho match in a long time. And Eddie, like nine times out of ten, has the uh, top three match on your pay-per-view. He's so awesome. Um I've lost my train of thought, which I do often. I should probably write <laughs> things down more often. Um I'm a little bit tired. To a degree of these Jericho town hall meeting, vote training session, gathering, you know, these gimmick segments yeah. he does. But the last few have been excellent. This influencer He's really turned it around recently, yeah, hasn't he? Yeah. This influencer character is tremendous. The the GFY, it is lame by design. You're supposed to look at this guy and go, 
this guy's telling crap dad jokes and he's an idiot and he's uh, he's sad he's he's boring he's cringe that's the point that's the whole point and it meshes really well with eddie let's be honest right now we know they're listening oh yeah all right tony right the only thing i would say is for this segment I don't know if it's just going to be like you say, Jericho being like, here's why I did what I did, or here's what the Jericho Appreciation, appreciation Society is. And then Santana and Ortiz and, and, and Kingston and probably boatloads of security. You can see how this plays out, run yeah. down. The one tip I would give is obviously give Jericho the main microphone and give Matt and Jeff what I'd like to call hype mics because... It's my favorite thing. They're so them just, yeah, I mean, they don't even need to probably have mics. They'd probably be picked up by Jericho's. Yeah. Of them just shouting, you're going to get a taste in the background <laughs> or something along those lines. <laughs> like them being hype men for Jericho yeah. makes me so happy. And you can tell they're just enjoying it They're as well. so great, man. These guys rule so much. And we knew they did when they were in WWE and they were, they were doing all their fun backstage stuff. But like those guys are, to me, proof that... Not everyone on your roster needs to be, you know, fighting towards world titles to be great. You need people at every step of the way who are entertaining and who are fun and play their role excellently. These guys are, they're pretty much like, you know, mid-level tag team. They eat falls against more yeah, cannon teams. fodder, yeah. Yeah, and they're, they're annoying heels, and yet they Not make... To me. Yeah, <laughs> best friend, best yeah. friend stars. Uh, the real best friend. We need to catch up with them again. We do. It's been very. When we last spoke to them, it was like, well, sorry about WWE releasing you, but we love you, boys, and we hope yeah. you're the best. Now look at them. A lot has changed for these guys, and they're. I I, I couldn't be happier for no. how their run has panned out. Um, they're just a joy every time they're on screen. You need great mid carders, and hey, maybe one day they will win tag team titles and, oh, and whatever. Please. But like for now, they yeah. are just awesome mid carders. Every promotion needs like 20 of these guys because they rule. I'm not saying that we should do this because we've had a lot of go through this stable to reach X recently. Yes. But yeah, imagine you get through Matt and Jeff who are, you know, they're not not a walkover. No, they're going to give you a fight. You then have to go through Daniel Garcia. Yeah. Like if you eke past him, he'll have tortured you, right? You'll be limping. Yep. Jake Hager runs you over. And if you can get past that, then you've got, oh, one of the greatest wrestlers ever. Yeah, he's in really good form. And and in incredible shape as well, credit to him. I really, really want to know Chris Jericho's diet because let me tell you, I've been struggling for a long, long time (laughs) and I'm not getting anywhere. We we definitely mentioned the thinical on the podcast before. We have, Um, we have. Still working at it. You commit a sin, you put a pound in the bin. Yeah. That's how it works. And that bin is overflowing, baby. Oh, the curry at the end of the year is going to be good. Do you reckon, right, (laughs) you know when you're ill, you go one or two ways. You either go nil by mouth uh, well, I think you had something similar. You lost yeah. loads of weight when I you did. had the Rona. <laughs> I lost like seven pounds because I did. I just didn't want to eat. So I was like, "Hey, I'll have some. I'll have a slice of bread." Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, I, when I had it, was just like, "I feel sorry for myself." Dominoes. Oh, just I eat so badly. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I hope the Dadleys are, are are well and recovering, of course. But uh, I would not blame them for for comfort eating. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's it's what you do, isn't it, when mm. you're sick. But anyway, Jericho Appreciation Society will be a load of fun tonight, won't it? Yeah, uh, yeah it should be bags of fun. Mm. The show's good. Yeah, um, we've got a, a <laughs> wild six-man to look forward to as well. You've got two two champions, the world champion, or three champions technically, the world champion and the tag team champions, Hangman Page and Jurassic Express, versus That's Adam good. Cole and Red Dragon. Uh, it was <laughs> initially going to be the Young Bucks one, everyone assumed. Yeah. Swerve is going for Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. Can't blame him. 
Do you think the Young Bucks factor into this? And, and do you see, well, how do you see this match playing out? You can see one of two things. Um, the Young Bucks getting involved at ringside, causing some kind of kerfuffle and a distraction for the heels who lose. And then Adam Cole and Red Dragon have something to go, hey, you guys, you screwed us over here, blah, 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 blah. I can see the Bucks wearing very garish St. Patrick's Day shirts. Oh, absolutely. They'll have some nice green Jordans on as well. It's oh, be awesome. my God, if, if Kyle O'Reilly can have Kiss Me, I'm Irish. Uh, trunks on. <laughs> I think I might just have to turn it off. Yeah, take a shower. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Um, <laughs> or I can see maybe Red Dragon and, and Adam Cole are taking a bit of a pasting, and they expect the Young Bucks to come down, and the Young Bucks don't come down. They blame them that way, sideways, twisted heel logic. It was your fault for not saving us. Something like that could work as well, because then it paints the Young Bucks as more sympathetic, because long term, the goal is going to be the Bucks and Kenny versus Red Dragon and Adam Cole. So I see a babyface victory, and I think this will be the last we see of Cole in Paige's orbit for a while at least. Well, yeah, just just as you were talking there, I suddenly had, suddenly had a flash. When is Battle of the Beats? Beats, I don't know. Well, the last one was uh, April 4th. Oh, no, that's this year, Adam. I was like, the last one was... <laughs> In was, six weeks. was April 15th, and I was like, 2022. And I genuinely, for a split second, went, is that... What year, what year is it? Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, so, uh, well, according to Wikipedia, at least, um, and actually, no, it's verified, all this, April 15th. So one could assume... That, that gives us, what, four or five weeks, let's say, till better than built. Um, so I, I think there could be a victory for, for Cole and Red Dragon because mm. then you've got both champions getting beat and there's an argument, then we get Red Dragon versus Express for the title. Yeah, which would be really good. Um, I would like, and look, this is just nitpicky, I would like to see uh, Kyle and Bobby have a few two-on-two matches because they, yes. they haven't done any yet. No. Uh, <laughs> so it'll be cool to see that, but like the story you've just laid out makes absolute sense. And... Uh, Red Dragon have been really fun in the ring. Like, Kyle in particular. Like, Bobby's performing at a level as well. Like, his last... How old are you, Bobby? I, I think he he could be anywhere. Look, if you told me the Bobby Fish was 55, or if you told me the Bobby Fish was 19, I'd believe you. <laughs> they, yeah. You know, that's an exaggeration. But uh, he is performing at a level way above what he was in his mm. last few years of NXT when he was banged up and he was slow and he was... People were sitting there, ourselves included, going, oh, maybe Bobby's on the downswing when here. When he went to AW, I think we'll great. all admit that maybe not necessarily on camera, but a lot of us was like, oh, I'm not really sure about this. It's yeah. kind, of, kind of, not yeah. damaged goods, but just like, these, can, he still, can he still be the yeah. guy that we loved him for previously? But my word is he proved us clearly all wrong. Can. Yeah, he clearly can. And uh, yeah, just shows the power of taking a little time off and healing up and getting hungry. And I've just thought about it. The high-low on literally any of their opponents looks mint. Because you've got a really big guy, yeah. and then the others, but all of them have got long hair, and I just love seeing long hair flying. It's gonna everywhere. fly all over the place, isn't it? So maybe a nice, a nice high low, followed by a lower another boom. I think Cold and Red Dragon win this, sure. and then the Young Bucks uh, are sort of there going, oh, and he's like, yeah, the boys have done it again. How did you do that? It's, it's going to be very more awkward conversations. You sense interspersed with Brandon Cutler getting told to f off. Yeah, <laughs> poor Brandon. Um, speaking of. Oh, poor so-and-so. Poor Maxwell Jacob Friedman got screwed by someone he thought was his friend. Crimea River. At Revolution. That man <laughs> is Wardlow. He uh, got the Sonic the Hedgehog ring, the uh, hemorrhoid cushion, the, the, the brass ring. And he is now Dr. Robot. <laughs> and he is now the number one contender <laughs> for the TNT title, which I already like Scorpio Sky's TNT champion more than Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara, <laughs> brilliant wrestler, put on sensational matches. Wound me up by having two belts. 
Yeah, fair play. Um, I so re- I like the fact that he's got just, but he has he's defending two titles tonight, Andy, because he's defending the belt and the streak against Wardlow. Uh, we've speculated on this all over the place a lot on podcasts, on news videos, because this is arguably one of the most unpredictable title matches this yeah. year. I'd say I think so too, and I don't really think there's a bad option here. No, like as far as the winner goes, obviously there are bad options if the finisher is. Uh, Hole opens up in the center of the arena and a dragon pops out and yeah. someone. That's bad. Um, but as ter- in terms of who wins, I think both are really fine options. Um, for me, the most interesting one remains Wardlow winning the belt. Mm. Um, just because I would love to see MGF get even more angry and even more in the mud and be even more upset and even more aggrieved. Or alternatively, strategically, MGF could not interfere of his own choice and go, hey, you won that belt. But it's mine because you're my employee. Yeah, you want to have my contract, then then there's your trade-off. That would be really interesting. On the other hand, the more obvious thing of MGF screwing Wardlow after Wardlow quite strongly said last week, I'm done with you, is good. It's good stuff. Um, It's an aggrieved loss. Wardlow is... I hate to use this word because it's poisoned, but he is protected in defeat Yes, um, if that happens. And you can continue that feud the other way, the more obvious way of, you screwed me, Max, now I'm coming for you. Also, give Scorpio Sky a chance to have a reign, continue his uh, undefeated streak, and then you can use that undefeated streak later on and give the rub of beating him to someone else. A bell of the belt. A bell of the belt. Because uh, Wardlow doesn't need it. He doesn't need to take the undefeated streak. He's already hotter than the sun. Yeah. So I don't think there's a bad option here. Uh, and I think that's a triumph of good booking. Yeah, the only thing I would say, and you've said it before, Dadly Boys has said it before, everyone's sort of pointed it out before, the one thing they can't do is have Wardlow be like, well, I have to stay under contract to Max because where else am I going to go? They're giving everyone a contract. How has TK not got the money to give Wardlow a contract, for example? Yeah, precisely. I don't really want legal ramblings and lawyers, and I'm going to check the details on this contract. Yeah. Look. Mark Sterling is not going to be involved. The way I do it is have Maxwell cost that ungrateful bastard this TNT title. What a belated birthday present for the the, the former birthday boy it would be. (laughs) Former birthday boy, yeah. He was, I think he was conspicuous by his absence, obviously, on, on last week's show. Um, you can still, like you say, have Wardlow protected in defeat, and he can still, I don't know, wreck Sean Spears on Rampage or whatever. Love you, Sean. Sean this, isn't, this, is not, this is not us burying you by any stretch of the imagination. But yeah, like you say, I think uh, you could have Wardlow win the title and be forced to hand it over. I, I, or you could just have Wardlow win the title and have Maxwell fight, fa- face him for it. Say, Bell of the Beach. Yeah. But, yeah, I think the my way that I would go, and I'm biased, obviously, is Wardlow and MJF go off feuding as a result of MJF costing Wardlow with the help of, of Sean, let's say. Uh, and then, yeah, Scorpio Sky, in the month that you've got before, have him defend it. Have him have, like, four successful title defenses. Yeah. You can have him defend it here. A couple of Rampage ones, because they did that loads with Sammy, of course. And then he drops it to... I don't know, pick a name, whoever Insert you Insert baby face that you've built. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, I was going to say Eddie Kingston, he's kind of in the middle of something right now. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, we sat here, we could speculate, and, and Sitch could reel off about 10 names. Like he said, when Scorpio Sky won it, no offense to him, I think 
there are 10 names we may have put ahead of Scorpio Sky, but I just love this storyline now. Yeah, it's good stuff. A year, a year, more than a year now without losing in singles action. He's TNT champion. It gives uh, the uh, men of the year and that whole stable a bit of impetus now because they were so often just brought in and they did some annoying stuff, but eventually they always lost the big one. Yeah. They've got a title now. They should all rally around it. You've got, you know, Sammy to come back. Maybe he can, he can have a rematch. You can have something involving Paige Van Zandt and Tay Conti, obviously, following yep. what happened last week. Uh, Ethan Page is there. He's really good as well. So yeah. He could factor into something else too. Um, and, yeah, Dan Lambert, shenanigans to retain <laughs> the title if necessary in other matches. But here, personally, I would have MJF cost Wardlow the title because, yeah, he is white hot. And even if he didn't win the title... No real skin off his nose. Yeah, no bad options. Like no. we say, it's good stuff. Buzzing. Can't wait for tonight's AEW Dynamite. Let us know your thoughts ahead of the show uh, on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Of course, uh, watch there. You can follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at at Andy H Murray. The H stands for hit. Does indeed. You can follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. And if you're a fan of AEW, don't forget you can still get your hands on Michael Sidgwick's brilliant book about the rise of AEW. It's called Becoming Orderly. It's available right now on Amazon. Go and get your hands on it. Uh, and make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from. For daily wrestling podcasts, our Tupa O review of NXT uh, is available right now. A lot of fun on there. Go and have a check. Go and have a listen to that if you get a chance. Uh, and of course, if you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, if you haven't done so already, our AEW Dynamite review you will drop into your feed as soon as it is released tomorrow. But for now, this has been the AEW Dynamite Preview. My thanks to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 